Okay, so what if I were to tell you that things really are not as they appear to be? However, we are exactly what we think we are. Today, we're going to explore the world of patterns and suggestions in order to gain knowledge for manifesting our best lives in 3, 2, 1. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Well, greetings, kinetic believers all over the world. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad you could join us for another adventure into manifesting the abundant life. If you'd like to send an email, send it to kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. Stephencanyon.com is the website. Hello, Miss Maggie. Hola. How hola. are you today? I am muy bien. Yeah, I like Me the too. smile on your face <laughs> and the bright, shiny eyes. You're excited, aren't you? I am. You? I wake up every day just super excited. I, I usually don't know why, but I figure it out But later. you know what? I think we were making a lot of progress when we no longer have to to figure out why to be excited. It just becomes us, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Just like love becomes us. So and true. joy and happiness, all the attributes of being a kinetic yeah. believer, they start to become us and you can't explain why. Isn't that it? You wake up excited just because you're assuming that the day is going to, to warrant the excitement. I love it. Well, I know one reason why I'm excited if we need to come up with one. Okay. And we are heading out to one of my favorite, our favorite places in the world, yes. and that is Yellowstone. Mm, Jackson, Wyoming. Up to the Tetons. Oh. I'm so excited. Do you think not, the meadow's going to be in bloom with flowers right ooh, now? Um, probably not. I mm. think usually that's in July out of Antelope Flats. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. You you will bloom. <laughs> Thank you. Out in the meadow. <laughs> and not only are we going to Jacksonville, we're going to be camping there, which mm-hmm. makes it 10 times more fun. <laughs> The stars mm. there at night, the yes. canopy of, of starlight yeah, is amazing, the campfire, isn't it? The river, the fishing. Hey, I was just it. looking, and I have determined that this is the the testimony of the day. We we get them in every day. The lives that are being changed through kinetic yes, belief. So many. And Jessica wrote in, and she said, "Wow!" So I was looking back through notes and my journey of journaling, and I realized that. I've attracted something that I wrote down as a possible career path based on what a one percenter recommended to me. She said, wouldn't you know it that I really am doing exactly that now just a month in. She said it really took looking back to see that. She she was in tears with joy saying that now I am part of the only mental wellness network marketing company and I am so excited. I I am. She said she's sincerely grateful to Stephen Megan as I couldn't have done this without the workbook Love or the it. journal. And she's now on day 14 for the second time. Well, I don't want to take credit for it. You did the work. You put yeah. in the time. You Go put Jessica. in the belief, the kinetic belief. And it always works. Again, it is not a respecter of persons. Mm-hmm. It'll work for anybody, just like it did for Jessica yeah. anywhere in the world. Perfect. Isn't that so exciting? I love receiving those testimonials. And, you know, it's it's funny because people, many times in the testimonials, they're saying, oh, my goodness. I looked back and it happened and they didn't even see that it ha- they didn't realize until they re- that went back happens and read. all the time <laughs> and here's why because when we start working our kinetic belief we're imagining as though it's already done yes. and so what happens is soon sooner rather than later we forget that it hasn't even happened to us yet Isn't that funny? because we're imagining it in the present right. tense and so you, you have to look back in your journal and then you realize wait a minute I said this. I, I this is what I've been believing for. <laughs> it's Happens all the time. So funny. Congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, today we're going to be talking about what about divinations? 
What? Divination. Divination. Big word. Fascinating. Right? Let's dig into this for just a minute and gain some knowledge wow. and some understanding. I cannot wait to, to see what you share with us on this. Well, you know, every human being is a spiritual creative. Every one of them. We've established that, right? Yes. I mean, if, you are, if you're new to this podcast, go back and you'll figure it out real quick. Every spiritual, every human being is a spirit having a natural experience. There is a universal power, a principle of, a pow- of power that is in every single person. Mm, a principle of power. Principle yeah. of power to be able to create, to imagine, and, and to desire, and to uh, hold unwaveringly those thought forms until it comes to pass in our lives. That's within every person. And as a kinetic believer, every spiritual being, while having a natural experience, can develop their own personal realities of experience. And so we each have uh, an inherent creative authority to be able to advance and to grow in, in whatever direction we should choose to go in. So this is the privilege of the human experience. This is the privilege that we all have to be able to journal our thought forms, our highest viewpoints of desires, and see them come to pass. It's a privilege of ours. We were talking about it yesterday, and and you were like, you know, isn't this maybe the one thing that sets us apart from all animals? And that is the ability to be able to create Mm -hmm. by by speaking words, substance, words or things. And it's that ability to imagine, to see, to hold a thought form, and to create words that define that and put an action to it that brings those things to pass. That's the creative human experience. And the potential of experience, the potential for experience, it is so great, in fact, that it's always possible to become even greater in alignment with our expectations of belief. So regardless of, you know, look around, the greatest person you can find there's a potential for even being greater mm, wow. than that. Yes. In other words, regardless of how amazing the experience of, of our lives may be or may even become, we are always greater than the deeds of our intentions. Our intentions come first, and then there's the manifestation of the deeds, the manifestation of the circumstances around us. And so the possibilities of achievement for each one of us it's only limited by the boundaries of our mental cognitive powers to believe, the ability to believe, to kinetically believe for something. Yes. Um, for a new career path, a new career choice, a new job opportunity, a, uh, a new business, whatever it is. So, but let's consider divinations here for just a moment. There are many forms of divinations that human creatives have adhered to since the beginning of recorded history. It's not in, not something new. Right. There are lots of different types of things. And there are so many types of divinations like astrology, um, numerology, tarot cards, fleeces. And actually, Western astrology is a type of divination that's based on the uh, construction of a horoscope, mm-hmm. okay, and right. which we're all familiar with. For and that horoscopes are usually um, extracted and constructed and defined according to an exact moment, such as a person's birth when you when we're born, when we come into the natural. Yes, and so we go to work uh, constructing to define the intention for that life based on that specific moment in time. Yeah. Um, lithomancy is a form of divination where the future is being told by using stones or the reflected light from stones, uh, the divinations of looking into water. Right. Um, Makes me think of tea leaves. 
tea leaves, tea yeah, tea tarot leaves. cards, or which is uh, cardomancy, which is card reading, and oracle cards. All these are forms of divinations. These are belief systems that are they're used for life decision guidance and for finding direction. Uh, it, and it's for luck. It's the baseball player that won't change his socks for the entire season. Well, he's going to get a lot more than, than good luck from, from that. But <laughs> these are forms of divination. Num- is, numerology is one where some people will notice the repeated uh, appearance of a particular number that keeps showing up in their daily lives. With numerology, it often seems like the repetition is it's just, well, it's too frequent to be just coincidental, isn't it? Mm. I mean, every time I look around, there's the number again. So, And if we start thinking about a number either in sequence or singularly. If we start theorizing that these repeating numbers have some kind of special significance or that they demonstrate some kind of influence on our lives, then guess what? Our belief for significance from a number will then attract significance and the corresponding influence on our lives from those Mm, numbers. Um, It was just like this. Do you remember when uh, back before, I, you know, when we started looking around for motor, a motorcycle, I was yeah. going to get, I wanted yes. a Harley. I wanted a bike that we could go out and ride on weekends. <laughs> yeah. Well, and w- when we started thinking about getting a motorcycle, do you remember what happened? Yeah, I do. We wanted, um, we got a red motorcycle and then everything was red motorcycles. It's like every time you turn around, there's a motorcycle. There's everyone's, another motorcycle. Everyone's waving at and you from like, their red motorcycle. Everybody has a motorcycle. It's unbelievable. And, and I remember us talking about how... We never noticed them before. Right? Didn't yeah. ever see them true. before. What That's had happened? True. It became uh, we're cognitively aware of the motorcycle, mm-hmm. and so now we're seeing one yeah. um, almost at all times. In fact, now you got to learn the wave, right? And this is how you wave <laughs> at somebody on a motorcycle, and now yes. it's in the jeep, and you notice, okay, yes. everybody with a jeep has we a jeep. We all want to be wave. in the club. We're all part That's of the so club. True. And so, um, if that we start looking for that. We look for the influence on our lives. And even though uh, reappearing numbers, which is what we're talking about, um, isn't necessarily numerology, the perception often assigns numerology type attributes to numbers that repeatedly appear in our lives. And so this has led to beliefs that specific numbers are at the center of a pattern for making life choices. Uh, or that a specific number is symbolic of perhaps some kind of a conspiracy. Um, And so regardless of the type of divination that a human creative adopts, and they say, this is mine, this is my belief, be it good or bad, this is what I'm believing for, this is what I believe about this particular thing. All of these beliefs work. Divinations, they work because of the belief. Divinations are popular because they work. They do work. But they work in the same way that appropriating the authority of our beliefs and hopes and desires work toward the expectations of other people. That Mm -hmm. works. It's it's like that really points to the level of power that we and authority that we actually do have um, that ability to assign it to anything we choose. Anything we choose. That's right. If you choose to believe someone has authority over you, then they do. Mm -hmm. If you believe that what was told to you by someone in a position of power or authority when you were growing up has the ability to uh, uh, direct your life, then they do. We have the authority and the dominion to appropriate in whatever direction we should choose that authority and dominion over our lives. And if we don't give that away, then guess where it is? 
It's ours. It's ours. We it's still it. within, and it's ours to use now to to direct the the, the uh, journey of our own lives. And what a fascinating take on this! This idea of of developing a deep uh, and and important dynamic awareness of what you're doing with the power that you have over self. And if you are giving it away to someone, to something, to some idea, I've, I've never seen it that way. That's fascinating. Well, just like with uh, Jessica uh, earlier today, mm-hmm. according to the power of our belief, the universal substance of creation, the engine that drives the law of attraction, nothing that we can think of is impossible. Mm-hmm. Nothing that we can think of, nothing that we can imagine is impossible to manifest for ourselves. That always comes back to our own ability to imagine and then receive. Right. And what we're doing with that. And so, look, while it's true that the, the reality that each one of us will experience whatever it is that we believe, that begs, this begs for a cautionary tale for those who should choose to subject themselves to believe for direction from divinations of any type, hmm. of any kind. Here's what happens. Look, to create thought forms for guidance from anything other than the wisdom that we attract from the unconditional love of gratitude regarding every desire, every imagination for my life, is to open ourselves up to becoming victims of circumstances, victims of socks, victims of numbers, victims of mm. dew on the grass, victims of what they say I can or cannot have, mm. victims of, of what I experienced in my past life, victims that we did not look within to choose. Mm. When we don't look within to make choices, we're looking without, and we're exposing ourselves to the circumstances and to the the desires of something else or the appearance of something else. We are defining our lives by the way things appear out there, by our senses, by what we observe to see and interpret that observation to become us. Well, and I have to say this is a really fresh perspective for me on on these specific types of divinations because it's almost, it almost gives you the sense that we don't, it, it's not that they're wrong or even incorrect or don't work, but it's that we don't need it as a kinetic believer because we are so deeply in the driver's seat of our own life and and we're retaining that power every ounce of it for ourselves because hey you know you can do this and and you can do this on your own and you can trust yourself and you can know yourself enough to determine every every step of the way belief is the most powerful thing that we have it and it is everything we can believe it in the the sorcery or the hex of someone that puts a a curse on us and it works you know the baseball player that didn't uh realize he had the right or the wrong or the right socks on, then has cursed himself because right. of his belief that he didn't have the, those uh, lucky socks on. In other and words, if, if I submit my life to a fleece, mm-hmm. to a sign, to a divination, then I'm choosing to submit my life to the random authority of some other subjective reality. The enticement, look, the enticement is always familiarity, comfort and familiarity. In other words, because I recognize a pattern it must be for me. Well, and I'm wondering too, as we're working through the, the this fresh perspective, that how do you get to the point of trusting yourself enough to take all of this on yourself? Because a big part of using numerology and astrology and whatever you, you want to put into that blank, a big part of that is that you want that help. You want you want to feel like someone's telling you to do something because you want to feel like it's the right thing. So how do we get to that? Because that's that feels like a very elite level of living your own specific life where you know you're at the top of this pinnacle of trust and understanding and power and empowerment. Um, and and that's uh, 
it sounds good, <laughs> but how do we trust ourselves enough to, to get to that point where we're, I don't want to say we're on our own, but then again, we are in an, in an empowered way. Well, we want help because we have low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. We have low self-esteem because we're still believing the lie. We're still believing that we were less than we should have been. We're still believing that we won't amount to anything. We're still believing that our dreams and our authenticity aren't good enough and that we haven't conformed to the expectations of someone else. And so we're still looking for some kind of validation. Mm. We, we want help because we want to be validated because we still believe that somebody that bullied us in our past that we've not yet forgiven is still the one with the truth and the accuracy that defines us. And so until we go back to the beginning and fall unconditionally in love with who we were meant to be rather than who we've been defined to become, uh, we're going to look for validation. We're going to look for signs. We're going to look for something to tell us that we're on the right path yeah. rather than going back and rewilding ourselves away from all of those negative source influencers to become the person that we were geniusly created to become to represent the creator that's within us. And I have to say, it's a very empowering, uh, dynamic notion that we can go through life and live this life in a way that says, I know best. I know best for me. I know exactly who I am, what I want to do, what do I want, what I want to accomplish, who I want to be. And no one, no thing can't know that more than, than I know that. Unconditionally loving your weird little self. Perfect. <laughs> right? Isn't that good? Isn't yes. there? And you know, it's funny, <laughs> right. but there's so much yeah. mm-hmm. untapped power, limitless power in saying I'm weird and crazy and nuts mm-hmm. and all of these ridiculous things. And I love it. And I love me. Let's do this. And no, you don't know what's best for me. And, I do. And I'm not supposed to be you. I'm not supposed to be you over there. I'm not supposed to be them. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be me. Perfect. And I'm supposed to be exactly what I desire to be and who I, who I want to be. These giftings are mine for a purpose and a reason not to be put under a bush, not to be hidden away and never to be experienced by myself or anyone else. Mm. Anytime, look, anytime we form a belief by what we see rather than by what we choose to believe, we're submitting ourselves to the influence of other forces which will lead us away from the original intention for our best lives, the original genius of, of purpose that we came into the natural to experience. It's by looking without Rather than within, we miss becoming the masterpiece that we were designed to be. We miss our best lives. Look, divinations are natural to the human experience, and they are so easy to attach constructive beliefs to for these reasons that we're talking about. It is so tempting to believe in divinations for guidance, to believe divinations are a divine source of instruction. In other words, (laughs) we are so good at recognizing patterns in the universe around us. We can see patterns. Mm -hmm. Uh, Patterns help us to learn to read, uh, to find our way home. Patterns help us to count and to recognize faces, Mm -hmm. familiar things. Patterns can also, look, they can encourage us to interpret random events as patterns that are showing up in our lives. And so here's what happens, for example, because of the small number of numerals that exist in the quantum and the macro world around us, repetitions, they're inevitable. That's the universe that we're in. Those are the stars in the night sky. For example, look, those who look for guidance in numbers, they see their numbers are everywhere. And and this confirms that, for example, numerology is real. However, the frequent 
appearance of numbers is actually coincidental, while the belief that the numbers have meaning is very real because of the belief. And so the danger to appropriating the power of our belief to numbers, signs, or any kind of divinations is that when we submit our creative authority, when we appropriate our kinetic beliefs to the observation of the senses, to feelings, to emotions, what we do is we subjugate our creative authority to desire and to attract and to manifest um, to chance rather than taking authority with our, our creative given dominion, mm-hmm. and which, is, which was seeded and located within us. That we can, so that we may blueprint by choice our best life, the circumstances that we may willfully choose to experience, rather than being led by emotions and feelings and divinations and people and other things and circumstances. So I'm just wondering um, if I think I think a lot of us are are thinking, okay, so how am I going to hear from the universe if I don't use these divinations? Um, where is that information going to come from? Where is that direction going to come from? Great question. We're looking within. We're always going back to the beginning and we're looking within uh, through the reasonings of unconditional love. So you're saying that the universe can communicate with us and meet us in these places within ourselves and that makes sense because you know we always talk about the connection of creator and creation Mm -hmm. as a creative and and that has there has to be something in there to to allow for that communication here's the thing about uh, looking for knowledge or looking for answers Mm -hmm. answers can be found everywhere Answers are in everything. Answers can be found in the flight patterns of a butterfly. They can be found in the number of of leaves on a tree and tea leaves. Answers can be found in the reflection of water. It can be found in the night sky over in a horoscope. Answers can be found anywhere we should look. So what becomes key and vital to our success is where we look for answers. Not where they can be found, but it's where we look. And so, uh, you know, another reason that divinations are so easily adopted into so many lifestyles is that creatives are very likely to remember seeing their numbers, for example, while they forget seeing other numbers. Mm-hmm. We, when we are looking for it, in the wrong place for answers, the amount of confusion and the amount of uh, contradicting answers that can we can all of a sudden start perceiving to believe and adhere to and rely on become this infinite number of possibilities. Well, what happens then? We become double-minded. We become tossed around. And um, it, when we become double-minded, then we are victims to circumstances and victims to chance all over again. Yeah. And so, in other words, a person who, let's, again, we'll just talk about numbers for a minute. Mm-hmm. Let's say that we've chosen a, a number, our number is, is seven. And so we're going to remember seeing lots of sevens while disregarding all the sixes and all the eights and all the other numbers that we may encounter. And so we're looking for sevens. Right. People are also more likely to remember the numerical attributes that they apply to their number. And so while disregarding the attributes, now all of a sudden we're believing to um, attribute to our number all the other things that could possibly also uh, be consigned to the number of seven. This phenomenon is the basis for what I call divination domination. Divination domination is simply known as a confirmation bias. For example, while numbers can often, they can be taken literally, they are sometimes used as symbols, okay, for a lot of different things in life. 
In other words, divinations attempt to explain the meaning of numbers in order to try and understand what the universe or what God may be telling us by using these divinations, by using the cards or the palm and all these other things where you can find answers, answers that will change, answers that will lead you in Mm -hmm. one direction or another according to what your expectations are. So here, what we understand from quantum mechanics is that mathematics are predictors of the predictable. Mathematics are predictors of the predictable. But when we add the infinite possibility of belief now to any equation, to any circumstance, well, the math changes. The tea leaves change. The divinations would change. The numbers change. The narrative and the story that we're telling ourselves by choice Changes. Well, and that just points to the power, the sheer volume of power, of velocity of power of our belief as creatives. Exactly. That's right. Kinetic belief, when used with the law of attraction, is the final authority for the kind of life that we create around us. Kinetic belief is the passion of our constructive original beliefs that we choose to use uh, for our desires, mm-hmm. to be able to align with our dreams and imaginations for attracting manifestations. You know, we talk a lot about posturing, um, the, the spiritual and emotional posturing of ourselves and how we approach life on, on the podcast. And what, what today's teaching is really doing is it's showing me that when, when we are participating in divinations, that we're sort of in this subservient posture to them and to the universe, instead of realizing that, you know, you've been coronated with this power, with this limitless power. And so you need to stand up. We need to stand up and take that position, that posture of power that is over all things that can affect us in life, which is very different. Megan, that's a great word. We're coordinated with power. That's exactly, and that's why this is so important to get. When we open ourselves up to the authority of divinations or the validation of others, we're coordinating that divination, we're coordinating the power of the validation of others. What happens is we are always diminished as individuals. When we give away our authority and dominion, rather than using it as intended for advancing our mind, body, and soul toward the perfected completion that only we can know. Wow. Wow. The best anyone is doing by looking outward for guidance is guessing. Mm -hmm. The truth is, for those who seek meaning outside of themselves can find whatever they want in nature to point to. Just as easily as we can attach ourselves to the expectations of negative influencers, we can just as easily give away our coronation, our authority, to call things that don't exist into existence to the power of divinations. Well, and I love how the theme that's really coming through today is this this idea and this new, well, it's not really new, but it is a fresh concept because you've been teaching us this already, but it's a, it's a fresh way of looking at the power that we have and making sure that we're, we're stewarding over it in a way that we retain it for ourselves because that's why we have it in the first place. And how easy is it to all of a sudden look back and go, oh my goodness, I was giving my power away here and here and here and here, but I can trust myself. I can look within and I can trust that I know what's best for me. I don't need to be pushed in one direction or the other because 
I know. I can trust that. Trusting that is loving yourself. Loving yourself Mm, to hold on to every ounce of your authority. Keep every ounce of your uh, dominion. And don't give it away. Look, when people try to convince you that divinations are good for finding your path, remember that we should only lean on unconditional love for revelation knowledge. Mm. You're asking, how do we find this direction? Right. Lean on, lean into unconditional love for yourself and then expect that revelation knowledge, the wisdom of it to come from the right. universe, to come from the source of your creation, mm. to fill you up with a sense of purpose and direction for life. Because without that, then you're leaning on the expectations of something else to direct and guide you. Mm. And it will always be away from the best uh, purpose for your existence. And I think we're realizing too, um, as you're teaching us this, this idea that you, you're always encouraging us to go out into nature, to have that alone time, to, to be quiet enough to be able to listen. And now all of a sudden that's making so much sense because that's what's going to be required to, to build that trust with yourself, to accept the power that you really do have to keep yourself in the driver's seat. Um, because of course it, it could on paper, it does seem like it would be easier to to just get guidance from an external source and say, well, where's my roadmap? Just tell me what to do. You know, what the heck? But it's going to be a, a pure form of, of living and, and understanding and manifesting the life that you're supposed to be living that's, that's going to be so satisfying to you. And we go back to the beginning to do this. We have to go mm. right back to the beginning to fall wow. in unconditional love with who we were created to become and wow. who to be. Because we, until you do that, there's a sense of self-loathing. There's a sense of needing some kind of validation because we haven't dealt with the basics yet. And so for those who are living joy-filled lives... There's no need to try and use divinations to predict our future Mm. or decode some secret meanings for why things are happening. It's the substance of our beliefs, our thoughts, our words and actions that determine our experiences. It's how we think about what we hear and, and see that attracts circumstances into our lives. And our lives reflect the stories that we tell. There are already great plans for great things for every person's life. And those great plans are revealed from within ourselves. This is where the journey begins. It's from within our genius of purpose. That's the roadmap for attracting our best lives that's unfurled from within our souls. Life is short, right? Very fast. These these days are clipping by, these weeks and months, and the journey is our personal adventure. Yes. And so we we want to make sure that we're never waiting for the next happy coincidence to show up for the next time we see our number appear. For the next time we, you know, find that uh, uh, something in alignment, Mm. the stars, or there's another full moon in the night sky. So now I can be happy again. Life's too short for that because coincidences are not there to fulfill our desires and expectations. I love that, that you're telling us, you know, stop waiting on something. We get to charge ahead full speed, bull in a china shop, (laughs) aggression to say, I, this is the life I want. I'm going to go get it. And no no thing or person can tell me otherwise because I know what I want. Every day is my lucky socks. 
Every day is a full moon. Every day is my best number. Every day is my best life because I choose for it to become that. I choose for that. I love that waking up every morning going, you know, Mondays are lucky for me. Tuesdays are lucky for me. Wednesdays. Exactly. I'm excited every day. I'm you happy know? every day. Right. I am love today. I am joy today. I am perfected health mm. today. I am my best life today. Yeah. I am that I am my best everything today because I choose to be. Mm. And I have the authority and dominion as a creative creator in this natural life to choose that right now and to see it manifest today because I call things that be not as though they are. And I see it done in my life right mm. now because I am not a victim to anything or anybody saying I must wait to choose or wait to see. I choose it now because of who I am and who I've chosen to be. Mm, yes. How thrilling that yet again, you are putting us into, I just love that phrase, the driver's seat of life. We know exactly where we can go, where we want to go, and then we can achieve it. And we're doing this, like you're saying, from within. We, If we could only tap into even a tiny percentage of understanding of, of that power that we actually have been endowed with, coronated with by our creator. Oh my goodness. If we could just, wouldn't it be amazing to see it? Like if you could actually paint some sort of picture and you could, and you could physically see the unlimited power that's within us. That would be wild, right? And that's a key. That's a key to the success of the one percenters. You're right. And we can see, and we look within to see, and we imagine to see, and we create those highest viewpoints for seeing, and we Mm -hmm. create those thought forms for seeing, and we use our journal for seeing. And it's that seeing then that manifests that into our lives. Look, coincidences as sure as they are, Mm -hmm. are never going to ask for our creative permission. Right. And, and just, so just keep breathing, never hurry or worry, love yourself and others. Let the universe do what it does best. And our kinetic beliefs, our every desire will come to us while everyone else may be thinking, well, that was just a coincidence. Mm. In other words, KB creatives continually avail yourself to gratitude and your unwavering belief will always attract all of the fullness and benefits that are promised in this life and beyond. Isn't it wonderful that as a KB creative that we are never waiting to see. We're never waiting to see if if do I deserve it? Will I get it? Should I get it? I mean, we're not we're never waiting to see because we're calling the shots. How refreshing, how thrilling for us. Yes, right. And because we're calling the shots, never ever subjugate your authority or dominion to anything else, mm, anyone right. else, anything else. It's it's us. And you know, it, it also you you've taught us so much in the past about just the power that is within our original genius unique purpose that we have within us. And it seems too as if that is really going this process understanding the power that we have that it's really going to ignite in a unique way within each of us so the way that we feel this direction the way that we understand this direction within ourselves it seems like that it's going to be really attached to that unique self within us and that's the that's that's the communicator right? That's the beacon. That's the way that we're, that we're communicating with the universe is that, that unique self that's stored in every single one of us. That's really, that really comes alive through this process. Yeah. And you know, another way to understand the word, when you say communicating the way, best way to understand the word as a kinetic believer, the word ask is actually command. We're taking command over our lives. We're taking command over circumstances, command over what we see, command over our joy and love, Mm -hmm. command over happiness, optimism, 
command over our health and our body, our mind and our soul. We have the authority and the dominion to command into existence for the law of attraction to manifest our Mm. best lives. We're not a victim to circumstances. We create the circumstances. We're not a victim to what we see in our lives. We create what we will see by developing those highest viewpoints and and thought forms for what we demand to see. And you know, we shouldn't be worried for even a moment to, to wondering if we're going to be able to hear from the universe and to hear that direction because because, you know, you always back up everything that we learn and that you teach us with science. And I know you and I have talked before about how we are physically uh, in, endowed with, uh, you know, these receptors. We, we have physical receptors within our bodies. They've even talked about how the stomach has its own brain. I mean, I'm just saying that the physical us is hardwired. We have actual hardware that has been set up and put in place in a way that says you are the communicator. You are the receptor for these things. So trust that and it's know what that. We, it's what we are communicating, what we are saying about things that actually creates the lives mm, we will experience. Beautiful. Whatever we've been talking about, whatever we've been thinking about is exactly what we are living and experiencing right now. Isn't that great? Isn't that just great? And, and at the beginning, it does feel a little, uh, a little sketchy because you think, oh my goodness, everything I say is going to come to pass. But then eventually you're thinking, yes, everything I say will come yes. to pass. <laughs> Once you get hold of that, right? You get out in front of it and you realize that I'm only a victim if I say I am. Yes. Mm. Let's work on some guided thought forms Ooh, and I'm call things up, that maybe be not what as though happening? they are. Just say this out loud. <laughs> say, I honor and respect myself. I honor and respect myself. Because I love myself. Because I love myself. And I can say no when I need to. I can say no when I need to. Without feeling guilty or condemned. Mm, without feeling guilty or condemned. I am enough. I am enough. I was created with everything I need. I was created with everything I need. For my best life to be revealed. For my best life to be revealed. From within. From within. The moment I was born. The moment I was born. And I am more than enough right now. And I'm more than enough right now. I have more than enough. I have more than enough. To manifest everything I desire. <laughs> to manifest everything I desire. Every second of my life. Every second of my life. I truly love and appreciate my gifting. I truly love and appreciate my gifting. Those things that make me different. Those things that make me different. I will think and speak to myself. I will think and speak to myself. In forgiving and loving ways. In forgiving and loving ways. Because I deeply respect and appreciate myself. Because I deeply respect and I appreciate myself. I deserve my own unconditional love. I deserve my own unconditional love. For me. For me. Because I am love. Because I am love. And I will meet the needs of my mind. I will meet the needs of my mind. Body and soul. Body and soul. Because I was created to steward over me. Because I was created to steward over me. And I'll build myself up. I will build myself up. And continue to practice love. And continue to practice love. Toward myself. Toward myself. And those I encounter. And those I encounter. Wow, what a fabulous podcast today. I'm so stirred up and excited to implement this into my everyday life. You have the authority. You have the dominion. So hold on to it and keep it and don't give it away. Don't give it away. And a great way to stay on track and and keep your logbook is the guided journal. You can grab that at stephencanyon.com. And wow, Steve, thanks for all this beautiful wisdom today. Again, I just can't wait to, to sew it into my everyday life. I can't wait for tomorrow. Sending out love to everyone. Yes. Bye.